Your Locked On Golden Knights, your daily podcast on the Vegas Golden Knights, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. The first handshake line of the NHL playoffs, VGK closes out the Jets in decisive fashion, and now they will wait and see what opponent they will be playing in the next round. Hi again, everyone. Tony Cardasco along with Chris Golick. You could find us on Twitter at LockdownVGK, at Tony Dasco, at TD Chris G, and on the YouTube channel Lockdown Golden Knights. So, Chris, VGK with a dominant performance, a no-doubter, as they closed out the series, they closed out the Jets four games to one. Four to one was the score also in the final game in game number five. And you have to hand it to Bruce Cassidy, who said that he wasn't, you know, he really wasn't kidding around when he said that this team knew exactly what was at stake. And I felt as though VGK really made a statement early and it was the dynamic duo of Chandler Stevenson and Mark Stone in both the first and second periods. Stevenson with the give-and-go goal from Stone uh, 50 seconds into the contest. That more or less set the tone, and that was uh, pretty much all she wrote because it really did deflate, you could feel, uh, the Winnipeg Jets. And then Mark Stone um, off of a turnover capitalized, and he scored the goal 42 seconds into the second period. So why don't you talk a little bit about your impression of not only the series, but the final game and the closeout by BGK and they got the job done. Yeah. So, I mean, I guess most recent last impressions first, um, VGK was able to close out the Winnipeg jets missing one third of their defensive units and also inserting Will Carrier back into the lineup and uh, pulling Phil Kessel out. We'll probably hit that a little harder maybe in the next segment. But point being is this team is deep. There's options. They have choices they can make. And when, I mean, who had Shea Theodore missing this game tonight? Nobody had Shea Theodore missing this game tonight. There was no discussions about that. There was no conversations about that. Braden McNabb, it's been public knowledge. He's got a rib thing going on. So, this is a best of the best case scenario as Vegas gets the first handshake line. We are no less than a week away from the next time the VGK is going to hit the ice, which there might be a little rustiness. And we've seen what happens when VGK has a uh, long layoffs when they're here in Vegas. So hopefully um, they get their, uh, they get their uh, honeydew lists all, you know, caught up and stuff. And then they get a couple days to focus on hockey, you know, leading up to uh, whenever series two starts. Remember how weak the VGK was back earlier in this season in the second period? Well, they seem to have turned that around. They lead all the teams in the playoffs now with 10 second period goals. So they really have uh, turned that around. And that's been a major difference in their second half success. It really has been. Yeah, that demon's been exercised. And that's definitely a good thing, along with winning home games, too. So you know, it's all working right now. You mentioned uh, Credit Cassidy for spinning the dials and doing what he does and finding ways to maximize things out of this deep lineup. I say deep because we can't even get Bluger into the lineup 
along with Dorofiev and Paul Cotter, who, you know, might crack the lineup in most, eh, a few of the other, at least remaining teams in the playoffs that are most likely to advance. So, you know, it's, it's all good right now. And obviously um, it'd be remiss if we didn't, you know, think about the next round right now. And, you know, at the moment, it seems like Edmonton, but they got to win a road game in L.A. And there's a good chance that series is going to go seven games. And if it goes seven games, anything can happen. And who doesn't love a game seven overtime, especially when it's uh, an elimination game that features one of your two opponents. So we can hope for that. But first, uh, we need the Kings to extend that series. And then we can talk about that later. I did expect to see more hits in the finale. Uh, it was Winnipeg just was about gassed, 50, Tony. They, I, I said this. They well, were no, gassed. No, no, no. Was it, was it, was the, uh, you did say that after it was one nothing. Savigi no, I said that. I said that all. I said that I didn't think Winnipeg was have much effort at all, but yeah. Right. They're ready for the links, you know, with their wives dressed up as the They bought their golf the clubs. Best. They bought the golf clubs. They're in the plane. Okay. Uh, I just wanted to ask though, too, because they did spend a couple of days here. Was this a Jack Eichel guilty game? You have to think about that. Were there flu-like symptoms for the Winnipeg Jets? Yeah, maybe. I mean, you know, just Winnipeg, you saw it in the last game. I mean, they got that goal to make the to make game four somewhat exciting near the end, but it wasn't a Winnipeg goal. It was a, a fluke tip in by Petrangelo first off his stick, and then he fails to uh, convert on the jump ball. So you know, and credit the Winnipeg Jets. I mean, they played eight minutes without the goal. Without the goalie, they they got a they got one goal and one fake goal. So you know that's um, they had some bite at the end there, and they tried to mix the game up with some rough stuff. But this was not the same Winnipeg Jets team that we saw games one, two, three, and even game four. So you knew they were in trouble. They got Ellers back out there, but he didn't look himself. He took a, took a shot. What was that early in the, in the first period blocked the shot. And uh, that stung him pretty good. He's like, why am I even back out here? Like you saw the look on his face. He just looked so, so disinterested in being in the game when that happened. He's like, really? So, you know, just, you got to credit VGK right now. So many people were thinking Winnipeg was going to at least make this a close series. People were thinking Winnipeg was going to win this series. Some clown even said he would lick the carpet at the NHL network if uh, the VGK beats the Winnipeg Jets. I mean, you know, you can go on and on and on here, but credit the Golden Knights for exploiting the situation, for changing their game on the fly, for finding speed through the neutral zone, converting rush chances. They got some power play goals, not enough, but they got some at least. Uh, One tonight, so that's a good... uh, a good momentum, you know, boost for when we go to uh, the second round. And, mm. you know, it's all good right now. It's all good. Um, you just hope uh, these injuries uh, are not nothing long-term. And obviously we'll hit that in a little bit. Well, we can also talk about that injury later on in the game um, off the stick of Alec Martinez, the deflection by Dubois, and it catches Keegan Kolasar. It appeared to be right in the neck area. like Yeah, but he, he came back. Neck. He's fine. He came back. He's good. Gotta have a nice wealth there, no? And no, so see, there's a story behind that. Um, Alec Martinez and Phil Kessel, they're really, really close. And Alec Martinez is trying to, you know, just get one off Colasar's dome so so he can get Kessel back in the lineup. Was Kessel at the poker table or was he on the bench tonight? He's probably in the press box. Probably in the press box. (laughs) Okay, so uh, the defensive pairings were pretty interesting. Of course, uh, the top pair with Martinez and Petrangelo. Then we saw. Uh, it was Hutton and Pahal. Pahal got a chance to play, right? Braden Pahal uh, had an opportunity. He looked good. He, he looked good. He was, he was scrappy. He was scrappy. Yeah. And then, uh, and, and Hagen, White Cloud. 
Uh, and I think the two veterans need a little bit of a break, probably the most there when they you do. talk about the defense. They do. Martinez and Petrangelo, and even on the goal tonight, or I should say on, yeah, we're recording this on Thursday night. Uh, even in that uh, instance, uh, we saw where uh, Alec Petrangelo was a little bit late getting back. So he definitely needs a breather. And all those minutes, I think, really, truly uh, did catch up. When we return here on the show, uh, we're going to be talking about, we actually are going to give you our three VGK stars of the opening series. That's what we're going to do. Um, and we'll get to that when we return right here on Locked On Golden Knights. For a championship team, it's all about making sure that every player is the perfect fit. It's the same when it comes to your automobile, to your vehicle. Every part just needs to fit just right. So the next time that you need parts and accessories, you should go to eBay Motors with eBay Guaranteed Fit. You could make sure that every part you need fits right the first time around. Just add your to your ride in My Garage, and then you can look for the green check. If you go online, you will know exactly what we mean, and that will be the exact part that fits or your money back. Because just like in sports, confidence is the name of the game when you shop at eBay Motors. And with over 122 million parts to choose from, you'll be back into the game in no time at all. And after all, it's easy to bring home a win when the right parts are guaranteed. Get the right parts, the right fit, and the right prices at ebaymotors.com. Let's ride. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Welcome back to Lockdown Golden Knights. Tony Cordasco, Chris Golick from Las Vegas. Thank you much for making us your first listen wherever you get your podcast each and every day. Please subscribe to the YouTube channel, Lockdown Golden Knights. Of course, uh, coming up in a short while, it is that time of the week once again. WTF. These weeks just fly by, and all of a sudden, like Chris says, uh, no, it's Thursday. It's not WTF. No, it's WTF day. So WTF to you, Mr. Chris. So what we wanted to do in this segment, we wanted to talk about our three stars, and we might differ, uh, our three stars for VGK for the series. So my number three star will have to be Larry Brossois. I'm Agreed. going to go with uh, with Lawrence Laurent Brossois. Um, and I think what happens, uh, at least something that we saw in the series, he'll, he might give up an early goal, and then he seems to find himself, and he seems to settle in. Uh, and he did have a very good series save when they blew that three-goal lead and, of course, in the, in the opener um, in this series. And so I'm going to make him my number three star. But I'm still not sold, Chris, that he is the goaltender that brings the cup to Vegas. And I hate to say that because, and okay, we've played one series. I don't get too – it's just like the players, fans, don't get too high. Don't be too low, okay? Just be right down the middle. What are your thoughts? Who is your number three star? Uh, I've got the same one. I got I got Brossois as well for all the same reasons. And, you know, he looks the part right now. He looks confident. He's got a little swagger thing going. And he's in sync with the team right now. I really like on top of his results is his ability to play the puck in a very calm and quick manner. And honestly, mentioning the word quick, I wonder if Jonathan Quick has 
had some type of effect on him because quick is usually pretty decent at playing the puck. Um, not always, but you know, definitely better than some of the other goalies we've had. Aiden Hills had a few rough moments playing the puck not too long ago, you know, prior to his injuries, of course. So you wonder if, um, you know, quick gets a little bit of a stick tap there. I still a little concern at times when, you know, Brossois is going post to post, you kind of wonder how fast he can get there and how well he tracks the puck. But, you know, listen, what Darcy Kepper, right? Colorado Avalanche. He's a Stanley Cup, Stanley Cup winner. So his best save, his best save in game number five was on that backhander by Lowry, which I thought was definitely going in because he gave up the entire left side. Of when he back. when he went out of position, yeah, that's yeah. he he sold out a little bit and he got back and he even flashed the glove on that too. Like he like listen, he got his glove back in a good spot. It wasn't like he did like a windmill thing and uh, he had a little swagger there. He had a little swagger there. The number two star that I have is the captain. Mark Stone, two-goal game he had earlier. Of course, he scored again. He scored in the two-man game. Him and Chandler Stevenson were cooking in game number five. And uh, VGK should have scored an empty netter, but Stone was unselfish, and he fed the puck back to Stevenson. If you're a team that cannot score an ENG, then don't play any games. Just put the puck in the net, okay? That was pretty funny. Three goals, five assists, and eight total points. For Mark Stone, Mark Stowe. Stone had an incredible series. Um, I'm going to go Jack Eichel on my second star for just cracking the playoff mold. Uh, He looks the part. He had a couple very, very good games. Uh, The two power play goals, obviously, on Saturday. Um, He just he's right for the playoffs. He's in a good spot and making a lot of great passes out there. So I like Jack Eichel as my number two. Or one pass, one pass in game five, right through the stick of Alec Martinez. I was thinking about you. And we talk about those passes. There was one more pass, too, that went through somebody. But yeah. <laughs> and the number one star that I have Are is. Are you going to do it? MVP. Are you going to do it? Chandler Stevenson. Four goals, four assists. I told you a couple of days ago, he's, who's the best player? Who's the best player, Cardasco? And I said the best player in this series is one Chandler Stevenson with a total of eight points. And he compiled his fourth straight multi-point game, which ties the team record in all these years that they've had this team here in Vegas. Franchise record, franchise record. He ties Max Pack, uh, Pacioretty. So I, I, he's definitely playing better. And that line of Howden, Stevenson, and Stone uh, two games, 11 points the last two games. So talk about cooking. Uh, who's Phil Kessel? Where? Uh, it's yep. it's crazy. Okay, so who's your number one star? Carlson. He really is over Stevenson. I think so. I mean, listen, Tony, right. to, be, to be completely transparent, I didn't. I don't got stats in front of me right now. Not that I ever do when I re-record this, but I, I just sim- simply went off of goal scoring and, you know, they good contributions. Yeah, and that's fine. I just like Carlson stood out more because I think he was important early on when the series was a little more in the balance. Not saying what Stevenson did on the stretch is not important. That's certainly not what I'm saying. Um, you know, Carlson just a little more, you know, the unsung, you know, kind of forgotten for – not a great regular season, and obviously for does he you already know, have as many goals in the postseason as he scored all season with four? Absolutely, I'm sure it's pretty. It's pretty close, but it's good to see him back. All jokes aside, it is good to see Carlson contributing 
when it does matter, when it matters the most. Um, you know, you really want to see someone like Phil Kessel really get it going. And he's a game five healthy scratch in favor of William Carlson. And just a, a point I wanted to make really fast there, or not William Carlson, I'm sorry, slow down, Golic. Um, Phil Kessel is a healthy scratch for Will Carey. Yeah, there we go. Yeah. So just a point before we jump into, um, you know, WTF in a little bit here. Bruce Cassidy said yesterday, the question they have to answer, it might have been this morning, but it was the question they have to answer is, does Will Carrier going back in the lineup make us a better team? Phil Kessel is a healthy scratch in favor of Will Carrier. I'm not saying I'm against the move by any means, but, you know, how does Phil Kessel feel about that right now? And maybe I'm this sure is a great spot. Yeah, they've had some I'm discussions. Sure and they he knows, have, and he knows this is the twilight of his career. He's got to know. I mean, we thought that they should have scratched him during the regular season this year at times. Like, if it wasn't for the team, definitely in the last you know fifty plus games, their injury situations, you could have made a case at some point. You definitely could have. But still, it's the playoffs. You know, it's Phil Kessel was was consistently elevating his game, and then he kind of fell off a little bit, unfortunately, when. It matters the most. I mean, has Phil Kessel played his last game as a Golden Knight? Yeah. Uh, no, he'll play again. He'll play again in the series. Something will happen. He'll play again in this this uh, next series. Uh, Probably. Or if they go a couple more. Who knows? Uh, but he'll be back again. Um, and I think because he's a pro, I think he just took it in stride. Uh, but I did catch that as well about Cassidy saying, we're going to put the best team on the ice that we possibly can. And this is where Cassidy doesn't care. I mean, this is I love it. This is his team. I same here. Same here. I've got a lot of respect for him for what he does and that, hey, no one's bigger than this team. And if you're not playing well and you're not hustling, and maybe Kessel's hurt. We thought he might be injured. Who knows? Uh, but he's not being effective. So you bring in Carrier, who didn't play very much, very often, uh, in game five, but that's his game back where he just starts to find his stride. Had a, like two or three hits. I thought it's one time, uh, you know. In, he survived. He survived the game. Yeah, exactly. He got through it. He's going to be a little sore uh, coming up on Friday and maybe Saturday, but then he'll be back on the ice. Do we know when the next series might begin? Let's say if this goes seven. Uh, so I mean, let's week? just assume. I mean, so let's look at LA, LA right now. They all play game six till Saturday, right. which means it's game stupid. seven is Monday at the earliest. So at, right. at the very earliest. It's Wednesday. probably Thursday, possibly Thursday. Wednesday, possibly yeah. Wednesday, most likely Thursday. If, so it all, if everything wraps so up rigged. in six. It's so rigged, man. Coming up at next. At least it took got... you until uh, 18 minutes into the show to get that in there. Coming up next, it is WTF. It is what the Friday. You don't want to miss it. Stay with us. We'll return with more right after this on Lockdown Golden Knights. Welcome back to Lockdown Golden Knights. Tony Cardasco and Chris Golick from Las Vegas. We appreciate you making us your first listen each and every day. Please subscribe to the YouTube channel. We have a lot of fun on this show. And I almost had the prop bet with the backup uh, goalie, you know, playing. I thought if VGK scored the empty netter, we would have seen that backup goalie in the game. I was just screaming. And then the total, the total was five and a half in this game. And it lands on five because VGK cannot score the empty netter. And they challenge. They And they challenge. And that was a, 
I don't even know that that was a hand pass. I oh, hundred percent. I knew it the second. You thought it was hundred percent. Why? Because oh, yeah. Stevenson jumped up and down, even no. though he pushed his Wheeler's hands or whatever. Doesn't matter. Okay. Doesn't matter. WTF to that? Okay, it's time for WTF. Things you liked, things you might not have liked. Something that made you say, "What the Friday? What the Friday?" Uh, this past week, WTF for me. First one, traffic on the freaking strip, was just ridiculous. So I had to go down there. I had to go down there uh, on Thursday, right before the game started. And from <laughs> Tropicana sucker into the front of I have clients in town into Park MGM at the entrance. It took me over 30 minutes to go what a mile. It was just ridiculous. And then Frank Sinatra has been down to one lane. And the one the only thing I'm, I'm you know, I'm not going to. There's people much. still getting out of T-Mobile right now. Right. But the only complaint I, I have is to put traffic cops out there because no one there's no courtesy to get in. OK, all of a sudden one lane's closed and then no one's letting anyone in. And it's just be courteous out there. WTF. Oh, that's it. To back that up. I mean, listen, F1, cool, whatever. And, you know, VGK, cool. And the Raiders, cool. And, you know, other other revenue generating entities, things such as marijuana. How come our school system still suck? All this stuff that we're going through on the strip right now, you know, now we're kind of going down a different path there. So, you <laughs> know, a very off script of WTF for all this money coming in, but yet the school systems seem to don't not get enough love right now. So that's a, my most meaningful WTF I might ever have on this show. Um, so my f- a little less meaningful, but still pretty important, at least for me. So if you guys saw, you know, we've been on, what, about 18 minutes, 15 minutes. This water bottle was full. I even put like a little lemonade thing in there, but this was full. You want to know why it's empty so fast? Because I just got back from the watch party. I didn't even know they were having, to be fair. we My kid had hockey practice at Lifeguard. We're recording and they had a watch party outside. It, it okay. was nice. It was cool. All right. I just chugged that water because there was no food trucks outside. There's no F&B at all. Beautiful night outside. I would have loved to get a beer drinks. or a soda or a water or something. Get and with I'll it, be, Hindu. Come on, Hindu. Get with I'll be it. I'll be a, a bad word if I have to go back into a Mackenzie River and wait a half hour because um they 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 take their time in there. I'll just say it like that. So Henderson, these watch parties are fun. You have probably the best venue besides going to a game, unless Dollar Lone Center does another one. Just one food truck, one beverage, and we're good. We're good. It could be something I don't even like. I'll eat it. I don't care. I'll drink okay. it. I'll definitely drink it. All right. WTF to that. WTF to the gentleman sweep, as they call it, of course. <laughs> so did VGK let the Jets just win one game? Come on. Were they just being kind by giving them the opener? Uh, the I guess gentleman so. Sweep, WTF. Uh, WTF to the Wags uh, wearing their Masters caddy outfits. So appropriate. There's going to be a meeting about that. And uh, WTF, Lou Dog 777 for WTF consideration. Oh, okay. Uh, and th- we did accept this. Uh, of course. Oh, we, we accept it. Yeah. According to our ballots here. That's why you said uh, that. <laughs> Golden Knights organization, organization. Why do you hand out white towels to the home crowd when you are playing a team that has perfected the whiteout? WTF, I like that one. WTF, he also added, NHL refs, so many missed high sticks and serious penalties, but you make so many ticky-tack calls. WTF. 
WTF for everyone getting on the refs right now. And, you know, Lou Dog, you're not taking this out on you. You get about a third of a percent. But, you know, there's so many people that are absolutely all over the refs right now. And players miss shots. Coaches don't get the best line combinations out there. There is a human element to the game, which also applies to the refs. And these are professional refs, many of which have been doing this for many decades of their life or even some for, you know, most of their life once they basically learned how to skate. So, you know, they can do it better than you. They can do it better than me. They can do it better than Tony. I promise you guys that, you know, if they're going to miss calls, it's okay. It's fine. It's part of the game. When Nathan McKinnon gets tripped up a little bit, you know, in, the, in, in that, in that Kraken game, the worst thing you can do is start banging the stick, like banging your stick against the glass, like a baby trip the ref and then skate down while the Kraken get a goal from some no-namer I've never even heard of. So, you know, bad calls happen. It's part of the game. Deal with it. Don't make a big deal out of this. Although Chad um, had the best idea with replacing the refs with Roombas as long as there's cats riding the Roombas wearing referee (laughs) uniforms. I'll take that. I will friggin' take that one all day, Chad Wilk. All day. All All right. All day. our good buddy, uh, Wausau Aaron. Oh, boy. ESPN, well, ESPN has to do something about this broadcast team. At the 538 mark in the third period, Campbell uh, Pahal just referred to the VGK uh, needing to defend the G zone. That's different. Um, what sport? WTF. What? Don't know what the G zone is. Uh, what the Friday? How is it? This is from uh, Tyler Hillman. Um, how is it that Carrier can come back and instantly be a major factor in this dominant win? Huh? I love this freaking team, man. What the Friday? What the Friday for saying Will Carrier was a dominant factor in the game? He's better than ever. That's what they're saying. A Vegas Tommy chimed, chimed in, too. Okay. okay. What WTF is that with Cassidy's challenge record from our guy, uh, Darth Tommy774? Uh, the guy has a knack for never – he never misses a beat, and VGK fans are loving it. They seem to win, again, because the refs are going to be vacationing at uh, Foley Wine and Food and that resort up in Santa Barbara for a month. After Let's be month. clear. Cassidy has nothing to do with these video reviews. It comes from – I don't know upstairs, who the, the video name guy, is. It comes right? from I upstairs and – yeah, and Ka- I'm sure, And again, I have no idea how these conversations happen. I'm assuming there is probably some sort of confidence level that the person who is watching the, the review and they say, okay, I 100% this is coming back or 80% this is coming back or 50-50, I don't know. And then Cassidy might have to make a judgment call based off what he's watching. But Cassidy is simply trusting his eyes and uh, his eyes and ears above on that. That said, credit to the entire organization for having that uh a good buddy william conlon sent me some i don't know if it was a wtf but i'll do my best here so it's kind of quiet right now it's kind of quiet i don't hear a whole lot because the vgk is the only one in the room as far as teams go that advance to the second round it's a quiet room right now so there you go william i hope i uh, did you justice on that um wtf vgk on the power play still not there still not there uh, three power play goals, including the Stevenson one on Thursday night. Five Winnipeg power play goals. Um, that's a con- that's a concern for me. That's a concern. Especially it play is. Edmonton. Especially it, play it, Edmonton. 
Well, and yes, you have Edmonton coming up. That's what converting on 60 some odd percent of their power play opportunities. That's it. It went, it went down, huh? Well, and then, but Winnipeg is a team that came in about as lousy as VGK on the power play. Were there any penalties on VGK? Were the, I don't think there were any, were there any Winnipeg uh, power plays on Thursday night? I don't think so. I don't think so either. There was four on fours. There's a couple of those, but I don't think. Uh, yeah, there was no power play opportunities. None. There you go, Tony. There's so another rigged. one. The refs, the refs gifted the series for the VGK. They gifted it to us. Uh, WTF, what else do we have? Oh, why do we call him Larry Brossois? Um, is Laurent, is that Laurent? Is that uh, in French? Does that mean Larry? Why do we call him Larry? I was trying today. I know it just kind of evolved, but. Didn't why you do we start call it? Him? And I just kind of, did you start it? I went with it or did I start yeah, it? No, yeah, I definitely started you started it. it. Okay. Yeah, but I don't know why we call him that. Uh, I oh, just you should just lie. Like, just lie. Just lie. Just, just lie and say it's definitely a translation. Okay, so Carrier uh, had six hits total, minus one on the ice, two shots, and guess what? He only played nine minutes and 36 seconds, so he was a little bit on a pitch count and 19 shifts, so that's really good. Uh, What did you think about about Winnipeg pulling the goaltender, uh, Hellebuck, with about eight minutes to go? I thought I – so Ludog hit me on Twitter – I think I made a comment that they were going to on, on on a Thursday's show about that. I'll have to go back and listen, but because I think it might have been in the locks and predictions. I thought it was going to be a four goal game. And I think I made the comment where they're probably going to pull a goalie with like eight minutes left, just trying to you know throw some hail marys in there. So I mean, you know, it's good. Listen, they're not giving up on the season. I mean, you're not going to get anywhere with the goalie in the net. Why not take a shot? You have literally nothing to lose, and it got interesting. It was a two goal game for a few moments there, and. You know, fortunate for the VGK, obviously, the challenge worked out. And if uh, anyone had minus two and a half, you still got to cash your ticket. So there you go. If you had the over, you got screwed, though. But that's uh, really screwed. That's what sports betting is all about. Maybe I don't know if that's a I don't know if that's a bad beat on Sports Center, but it could be kind of close. OK, Edmonton and Seattle. Did they both close out the opponents, the L.A. Kings and the Colorado Avalanche 50-50. weekend? One one does one does not. Okay, which one's which? Come on, man. Colorado's toast. Yeah, they look like they're toast. I mean, I think Colorado is, and there's so much happening, and we're not going to go into it, but the story with the Shushkin, the Shushkin yeah. um, there's there's details about that now that just emerged through in the afternoon, and um, it's just so many distractions, and he's a good talent that they need on the ice, and I don't see that happening based on what just uh, what details just came out right now, and you know, it's a, it's an unfortunate situation, but to the hockey side of it, uh, they are injured. Uh, they get McCarr back, but, you know, he's one game down, and they're still without Langeskog and, and everything. So it's a tough spot for Colorado. It's in Seattle. You know that's going to be one of the best playoff environments in the entire NHL, possibly the entire season. I'm assuming it's tomorrow night in Seattle. If not tomorrow, mm-hmm. it'll be on Saturday with the scheduling and stuff like that. Um, LA is going to find a way they're going to extend that series to seven games. I think, um, mm-hmm. I'm not ready to trust the Oilers yet. Although I've been some Kings fans. Uh, I mentioned Jonathan quick might've been a better option for game six than what they've had. And, uh, I'm getting crushed by Kings fans on Twitter right now. And, you know, listen, Jonathan quick, um, his best days are behind him, but did very well for VGK down the stretch. Sure. It's a goalie friendly system. Fine. Whatever the heck that even means, but you know, so what he did well for us. And, 
if Jonathan Quick was still an LA King was was backing up right now, I think the team would play some inspired hockey in, in front of him right now. But that's just my amateur opinion. Coming up on Monday, of course, for our everydayers, for those folks that tune in each and every day, um, of course, you will find us uh, making more predictions. We'll talk about a second round if if Edmonton advances. And we've got a number of shows that we have to make appearances on. We'll be doing a crossover with our friends from Edmonton or the Kings. Yeah, I'll be on with with Hal. I'll be on with uh, Gil tomorrow. Okay, so Gil's coming up, too, and we'll get a chance to see that. Yeah, so that's a lot of fun. And uh, we thank everyone for tuning in. And it's been quite a ride so far for the VGK. This is fun. We get to, we're going to round two. Like, we're getting to talk what, hockey. W- last you year want a we WTF? Were... Do you want a WTF on the way out? WTF. I said last this past week that VGK could make it to the Stanley Cup final. I said that right here. Right here. On this I saw show. like a big welt on your head. You didn't tell me how that happened. I assume you were concussed when you said it. So I just. Oh no no that, yeah I got hit with a Colasar shot up in two thirteen. So. so you so you were not standing in front of the net then. No exactly. From a man Chris Golick, we appreciate everyone tuning in. We'll be back again on Monday, uh, network permitting, <laughs> and we'll see ah. you then. I'm Tony Curtasco. Have a great day, great weekend. We'll see you again Monday right here on Lockdown Golden Knights. Another shot.